Maryland is facing another must-win game versus Nebraska. You are Locked On Terps, your daily podcast on the Maryland Terps. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? I'm Trey Moore, video content creator for 247 Sports and InsideMarylandSports.com and host of Locked On Terps, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So thank you for making us part of your day. And today's episode is brought to you by the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. It's another must-win game for the Terps against Nebraska on Saturday at home. The Terps play the Nebraska Cornhuskers, a very solid team, a very good opponent, like most Big Ten teams are. To keep the season alive, this is a must-win game. It feels like every game we're going to go into the game saying it's a must-win game. That's where we are in this part of the season. That's how we have set ourselves up, which isn't the best thing in the world, especially with the team that we have. You don't want every game to be a must-win game, but some of the losses that we have taken, just how it adds up. When you lose to UAB early on, when you lose to Davidson, when you get absolutely demolished by Villanova, when you lose a game to Michigan State at home that you could have won, when you lose to Northwestern in a game that you could have won, you start facing games that are must-win games to have any chance to keep this season afloat, to keep us in the race, to give us any chance of being able to be in the race for March. I saw one thing on Bracketology that said Maryland has to finish like 9-2 and two in their last games to be able to have a shot to get an at-large bid, which is pretty crazy, but I like to think in fantasy sometimes, and I like to think things that can happen that probably can't, and there's probably – a really small percent chance of that happening. But you've seen crazier things in sports than the Maryland team going on some type of run, going winning nine or eight games, and having a big conference um, tournament overall. You have definitely seen crazier things. But it starts with this weekend again against Nebraska. We beat a really solid Iowa team a couple days ago where Jameer Young played really well, but – it's a different animal that Nebraska is bringing. I think Nebraska, the Nebraska team is a little bit better than the Iowa team. I wouldn't say a lot better. Iowa definitely has guys, but it's definitely a really solid team in Nebraska, a team that's in the upper echelon of the Big Ten. And it's also a home game, and we must win the rest of our home games to stay alive for any hope of March. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but the whole point of college basketball, it's its March Madness. That's where the feel is. That's where everyone pays attention. That's where the media gets involved. That's where everyone's watching. Everyone's filling out the brackets. Everyone wants a perfect bracket. There's so much national attention, and there's something different about when your team is in March. I remember last year when Maryland played West Virginia in a back-and-forth game. In the 8-9 matchup, real, it's really cool when you play in March. That was one of the coolest things to watch that game overall. And then we get crushed by Alabama in the round of 32. But it's still really cool to have a team in this tournament, even if they're not going to win. It's because you know that anything can happen. The 16 seed can be the one. You're telling me Maryland can't be a 12 seed and be the 5 seed? Anything can happen in March. And that's why it's super cool. And that's all I want is – for a chance for these guys to play in March. Is it likely? No. The percent chance right now is probably like what? After the win against Iowa, I would say probably like 4 or 5%. But who knows? Who knows? You start racking up a couple wins. You start getting into the rhythm as a team. 
who knows what can happen. But it starts this weekend against Nebraska, um, an afternoon game, which I feel like we haven't had a lot of na- afternoon games. I feel like we've been playing on Sundays a lot. I'm like, is this football or basketball? Because it feels like we're playing a lot of on, a lot of times on Sunday. It had felt like for a while in terms of our schedule. Like I don't know the last time we had a Saturday game. I, it probably hasn't been that long ago. But to me, it just feels like we always play on a Sunday. But we are facing Nebraska on a Saturday. Must win game at home for the Terps. And not only do I want a chance for just me selfishly to be able to watch our team in March and also because it helps with the show to be able to talk about a team that's in March Madness rather than talking about a team that had a disappointing season that was top three in the Big Ten and whatever. And so it's selfishly I want to say that I want to see our team in March, but also – I want to see Jameer Young in March. I think college basketball deserves to see Jameer Young in the tournament because of how electric he's playing. He's one of the best players in the country right now. You cannot tell me any differently. Jameer Young's a top, top 20 player in the country right now. The way he's playing, the way he's carrying this Maryland team, he's a top player in the country with what he's doing overall. I want to get a chance to see him live in live action in the tournament because I think that'll be the coolest thing to see a player like Jameer Young because you don't know what can happen when you have a player like that. And I think Jameer Young is creeping up to that way where it's like he could have, like if he if somehow he found a way into the tournament, he could have one of those March Madness moments where he drops 35 in the second round, um, takes down a number three seed or a two seed. I could see Jameer Young doing that. And some of you guys might say crazy, like I'm crazy that we're not even going to make the tournament. And we probably aren't. But winning this game against Nebraska, I guarantee increases our percent chance by a good amount. Um, I would say probably like at least 5, 10%. But I want to see Jameer Young in the tournament. You really got to take it one. You got to you gotta um, take it one win at a, at a time to have a shot in March. You can't be thinking down the road to the next couple games when you face Purdue again. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of still opportunities on the schedule. It's not going to be easy. It probably it probably won't happen. And if we had lost to Iowa the other night, I would have said whatever. It is what it is. But because we beat Iowa and we're seemingly maybe we can get back on track with this game against Nebraska, it really does hurt that we lost to Northwestern and Michigan State. I said we had to go two and one in that run, but we didn't. But it, it, I just feel like this team has a little something, and we're finding a little something. I don't know for sure if it's real or not. I honestly, before we started Big Ten team, I, I really thought there was a possibility that we only won like one Big Ten game. I was, I was on that side where that the team looked terrible. I thought for a while we wouldn't like. I was like, are we even going to win a Big Ten game? Like, do we belong in the Big Ten right now? Are we good enough to be in this conference? Um, but after we beat UCLA, I got some confidence overall. Then we have a win against Illinois. We have a win against Penn State. We have a win against Michigan. We have a win against Iowa now. You're going to need a lot more wins than that, though, to be able to get in March. And I think this Nebraska team will be a great team to add to the collection overall because they are a very good team this year. They're better than Iowa. They're 15 and five right now overall, fifth in the Big Ten, and I think they're a March. I think they're a March Madness team. I was reading an article earlier, but I'm pretty sure, in my opinion, they would get an at-large bid at where they are at right now. That's just my guess. I think they would get an at-large bid. We would have to see what happens, but this this Nebraska team looks like a team that would get an at-large bid overall. And you can't forget this team beat Purdue. 
their biggest win of the season, one of the biggest wins in the Big Ten is taking down that Purdue team. Whenever you play Zach Eady and those collection of players, it's really hard to beat that Purdue team because they got Zach Eady down low, and they also got shooters outside. They got guys that can handle the ball, that can play make. They got just about everything you need to make a national championship, and it's very hard to bring down that team. This Nebraska team did it. So beating a team that beat Purdue, I think, is also uh, is also a, a big deal for us. But they have an interesting team this year. They definitely play hard. I have watched them play a good amount. I've watched a lot of the Big Ten teams play. They definitely play hard. They have a couple of really good players that might not look like they're the best basketball players, might not be the prototypical guys that you look at, but they they can get shots, and they're, they're very good players overall. And we're not going to underestimate them because we know how good they are, but – Definitely guys that can win them the game, but they they just play hard is what st- stuck out to me the most, like rebounding, different guys who can score. They definitely are a team that can beat us. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit more, how we win on the next segment, but this is definitely a must-win game for the Terps. Basically, all of them are. We have to win this game if we want to continue to have any shot. If we lose, I'll probably stop talking about it being a must-win game, but if we win, I'm going to keep saying it. Must win game, must win game. You got to treat it almost like you're already in the tournament, that you have to win every single game. Is it realistic for this group? Probably not, but you like to think that there's a shot. How do the Terps actually win this game? We can say it's a must win game, but how do they actually make that happen? I will tell you about that after this ad from the Game Time have you ever wanted to go to a game at the last minute, like a Maryland Terrapins game, but finding tickets is hard? I've been there before. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guaranteed, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked on College for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. How do the Terps take down this talented Nebraska team? Overall, I do think the Terps can win the game if they do these couple things that I'm about to tell you. When Maryland wins games... It's when Dante Scott, Jameer Young, and Julian Reese are on. I like to call it the three-headed monster. I think we basically win win when we want to win if those three guys are on. I think teams have really hard time stopping those guys when the three-headed monster is on. But when it's just one superhero and Jameer Young, teams have proven they can beat us. Even when he drops 30 points, 25, doesn't matter. Teams have proven to beat us. When, when Reese, Dante, and Jameer are all on, we're a very difficult team to beat us. And I think we're up there with the best in the Big Ten. When all those three guys are on, are they are they usually all on? They're usually not all on. But when they are all on, we really are tough to beat. And just like that game against Iowa that we just played, if they're on, we're going to win. It's pretty, it's pretty simple as that. Young had 22 against Iowa. Reese had 17. And Scott had 14. That's a perfect balance. Jameer Young's going to lead the way because he's one of the best players in the country. And Julian Reese, he's one of the better bigs in, in the Big Ten. He hasn't always played like it this year. But if those three are on, with along with Dante Scott, who's a very good complimentary third piece to the puzzle in this situation on this Maryland team, and if they're scoring like that, then we have a shot. If they're not, 
then we're going to have to rely on somewhere else. And we usually don't get another scoring option that's proven that they consistently can put up points. If you look at Jordan Geronimo, he he's on and off offensively. When you look at Kaiser, he's on and off. Deshaun Harris-Smith, he's on and off. So when you look outside of those three guys, those are the only guys that have proven that they've been here for a while, and so it should be like that, but they've proven some type of consistency, even though they haven't even been consistent. But we know that they can get, they can get hot and can do some really big things. Talking about getting hot, my next key is don't let Casey get hot. He is probably, you could argue, their best player, 6'2", about guard, and he can keep the Nebraska team in it. He can win them the game because of the shots he makes. Some people I saw him call him Stephen Curry. Like, this guy just does some things sometimes where I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, he made that shot. He made that three. The thing is, you can't let him get hot. Some games will be like, it'll be like, eh, like, he's fine, like, you don't really have to worry about him too much. But when he gets hot, it's scary. He pulls from anywhere on the court, and it's very hard to stop him overall when he starts to get hot. So don't let Casey get hot because if he does, he's hard to slow down. And I really think he can really just basically that can be the separator of the game. And he moved to Mass. Very interesting player, Mass. Um, he's a forward down low for them, plays on the post, shoots some threes. Last game, the reason I bring up this guy, he is definitely one of their better players, top three in scoring for them. But last game, he dropped 34 points when they beat Ohio State. 34. He had 34 points, which is interesting because this guy isn't like a guy that's been dropping like 20, 25 points, and he just goes crazy for 34. He's been like up and down for sure. Some games – He'll have like six. Sometimes he'll have eight. Some games he'll have 20. Some games he'll have 14. Against Purdue, he had 18. Rutgers, he had four. Northwestern, he had eight. My point is you cannot let him go for 20-ish. You can't let him go for 20-ish. You want to hold him around 10, 12 points. Because you can see by his performances that he's been, I don't want to say inconsistent because I haven't watched him play close enough to say that he's been an inconsistent player, but he's not always a guy that's going to drop 25 points like he did against Ohio State. So we want to keep him around that 10, 12-point mark. And then also I think you got to stop, slow down either either Mass or Casey. You can't let them both get hot. If they're both hot, I think we lose the game. If they're both playing at an elite level, I think we lose the game. So whoever gets that matchup with Mass and whoever gets the Casey matchup, whoever gets those two matchups, I expect probably Jameer Young to be on Casey or Deshaun Harris-Smith and Jordan Geronimo or Julian Reese to be on Mass. You cannot let those two beat us single-handedly because they, they they can do it. They can do it. They can lead. They can they can definitely beat us basically on their own. If they're both hot, I think it's going to be very hard to beat them. Another thing is more for the fans. Fans have to show up for this game. If you're a fan watching and you're trying to decide whether to not to go to the game, please go because the atmosphere hasn't been there. Uh, fans haven't showed up this year, and it, it kind of makes sense. We haven't been that good. I, I don't know if I would expect fans to show up with how we've currently performed, but I think it would be nice to have some sort of fan support overall to just help. I think when the Maryland atmosphere is at its best, which I don't really think it'll be on Saturday, but – if the fans show up and really are have that separator and can really help us out, help the team out, I think overall it really can make a difference in the game. 
But fans showing up, I think, is another key. That's not even with the actual team, so we can't really control that a ton. Limiting turnovers is huge. When we played Michigan State, that's the reason we lost. When Jameer Young had like seven turnovers and Deshaun Harris-Smith had like four turnovers, that's the reason we lost that game. you got to limit the turnovers against these guys, especially at home. We do not want to lose the game to turnovers. Jahari Long is an X factor to me. Can really be the difference in this type of game. I think he's underrated by the staff. I think he should be starting. I've said it many times, but he did start the second half last game. If Jahari Long is playing solidly well and he's involved and he's he's bringing pressure off of Jameer Young and he's doing some good things and he's shooting the ball well like he's had at certain times this year, we can be a scary, a much scarier team. Dante Scott, Julian Reese, and Jameer Young, when they're all on, it's nice. It's a really good team. But if Jahari Long can switch into a different gear that I've seen sneak, sneak peeks of, it hasn't been a ton, then this Maryland team can be different. Overall, that's my key to the game. I think Jahari Long's an X factor. I think we can't turn over the ball. I think we got to stop those two guys from them, Mass and Casey. But overall, I, I think we have a solid chance. But I'll give you my prediction and what I actually think will happen after this ad from FanDuel. The NFL regular season and playoffs are wrapping up, but there's still time to get on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $100 and 50 150 bucks in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. Find the bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. Find the best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. So how, what do I think will happen with this game? How do I think things will transpire in this game against Nebraska? Here's my prediction. I will get it out the way. I think Maryland wins this game. I think we got a good chance. I think this Nebraska team's a very solid team, but I think we win. First of all, we're at home. We don't lose many games at home. This year it's been a little bit worse. I remember last year we like didn't lose a game at home in Big Ten play, and we had a home win streak going into this year. But I think Maryland gets back on track. I know we lost Michigan State at home. I, I know we lost Purdue at home, so you might not think that's the best point for me to make. But I think this Maryland team gets back on track at home. I think the atmosphere is going to be decent enough to really feel that crowd energy. But there's just something to be said for playing at home. Everyone knows it. The, the statistics back it up. Teams at home are better when they're at home. And we've done some good things on the road this year, which is interesting. Uh, the win against Iowa's on the road. The Illinois wins on the road. Arguably our two best wins are on the road. So, it's interesting that we've done good things on the road this year, but I do think we're going to ride that home momentum. Another reason I think we win our defense is played well. Defense travels, but we're at home this game, and I think we can guard Nebraska. It's been one of the best units in the Big Ten, and I think we can slow down their offense. I think we can slow down Casey. I think we're not going to let them just get up a bunch of threes. I think we should play well against them, and I, I, I trust our defense. I don't trust our offense to score, but I do trust our defense to keep us in the game, and I think Keeping us in the game is all that has to happen when we're at home, and I think that we'll be able to allow that to separate ourselves. Jameer Young. We have Jameer Young. He's legit playing like the best player in the country, arguably. He's up there right now. You might call me crazy, but he's really up there. Look at the stats. Look at everything about clutch points against quad one opponents. Look at all that type of stuff. Jameer Young is playing like one of the best players in the country. And when you have that type of player, you have a chance to win no matter what game it is, Who, no matter who you're playing. If you're playing Duke, I don't care if you're playing Louisville or Kentucky. I don't care who you're playing. Louisville's having a terrible year. But 
whoever you're playing, you have a shot to win with Jameer Young overall. I think he gives us an opportunity to win. That's all we have for today. Thank you for listening to Locked on Terps. Make sure you like and subscribe. We're here every day talking Maryland football and basketball. So thank you for listening to Locked on Terps.